0: Geeks proudly presents Spider-Man, No Way Home. Warning, the following audio may contain coarse language or other materials that may not be for your audience. The opinions expressed in this audio are solely those of the speakers involved. These conversations may contain spoilers for current media such as games, comics, movies, television shows, and more. Groning Geeks makes no claim to ownership of the various views discussed. Simply the opinions expressed, listener discretion, is advised. And yes, they're spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, look away. Be sure to join the Facebook group, 1400 members strong. Swing on by that YouTube, hit that 164 subscriber, hit that beautiful red button, hit, make it 165. And follow our link tree to all the audio only content we have coming out, which is some amazing stuff right around the corner. Witcher, through to Zero, and Book of Boba Fett right around the corner. You know how we do it. Without further delay, Spider-Man, No Way Home, wonderful four man panel. William is Defoe. I got host today up top peter parker one how we doing will
1: not bad not bad at all
0: save that ass sam Is that morgan how we doing
2: doing good man
0: and as always jeffrey furious styles morales how
2: we doing what up what up what up how y'all doing
0: because i'm mean, furious styles i like that <laughs> <laughs> before we like even get any further i'm too excited to talk about this movie let's just go and like who saw it first i just literally finished will i'm sure you saw it opening day
1: and I was will saw this last better. week
0: sometime. <laughs> I saw this twice
1: opening day for another time the day after and then again that Saturday. so Rick and, I've seen it four times total. Dang.
3: I yeah. saw it I saw it Saturday and I will be going again when the wife gets back in town. I will be taking her to see it so I'll get my two, my mandatory two views in looking for all the missed the first time
2: I saw it uh Friday afternoon. I was a little bit late picking my son up from school, but <laughs> it was worth it. He'll understand. When he's <laughs> older, he will it him, appreciate it. When I show it to him, I'll be like, look, you get it, kid.
3: <laughs> exactly. There you go. All right.
0: And if Sam, the teacher I, don't I, understand, how you, do you got to put him in a new school. That's just... How do you feel, Sam? We'll love it.
3: I, I felt... First of all, I was so pleased... I got everything in this movie that I wanted. And more. So much more. I got shit I didn't want. But I got everything that I just felt I had to have in this movie. They gave it to me. And that alone would have been good. Like, there's there's a couple of things that I'm sure we'll get to. So I don't want to be the first one to spit them out there. There's a couple of scenes that happened in the movie. I didn't even, I didn't have to have that. It was so cool they gave me that. It was so cool that they did that, that this tie-in was here, that tie-in was there. But I had all three Spider-Man on screen and damn it, that was what I went to go see. I'd have left the theater mad as hell (laughs) if I had
0: it. I'm just. Yeah, a lot of people felt the exact same way. Jeff, how'd you feel about the movie?
2: All right, look. (laughs) I I like y'all know me. I love Marvel, but I ain't never really been like a huge, huge Peter Parker dude. I think we've had some conversations where I didn't really love Toby. I thought Andrew's movies let him down. This movie has solidified for me. Tom Holland is my Spider-Man over anybody else, first of all. Secondly, this movie did more than like Sam said, did more than we expected. It it aced the test and the extra credit. Because a lot of times, especially as geeks, the hardest part to the hardest part of a trilogy is figuring out how to wrap it up. We have seen many trilogies stumble, fall Go flat on their the face, blow up. Like we've seen all kinds of stuff. And this one not only closed the chapter on one Spider-Man, it closed a chapter on three Spider-Man. and, and one, one Spider-Man who didn't even get a third movie because his second movie was so bad. And one Spider-Man whose third movie was so bad. Me and my it was actually me. That Spider-Man 3 was actually me and my wife's first date. And y'all still together. <laughs> I told her I, I distinctly remember like this is the moment that I knew that I was going to be with her for a long time because. I didn't really like the other movies, but I was like, there's no way you can mess up Venom. So I'm like, let's go. She liked the other movies. So I'm sitting there and when he started, I'm just like, this is bad. But I don't know if this is bad because I hate Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man or if this is actually bad. And then when he started walking down the street, she leaned over and was like, this is so bad. And I was just like, it's too soon to say I love you, but (laughs) (laughs) she gets I do. She gets So you. this movie checked all the boxes. It, it closed a chapter and it closed the chapter and reopened a new chapter, which is like an even more difficult thing to do. So yeah. I have all the respect in the world for like the actors, the writers, the director of this movie, because they were going in with an impossible task. They were going in with basically... It was it, the writing was on the wall for people to come out of this movie like, oh, see, this ain't then like Marvel movies, blah, 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 superhero. And it's like, first of all, he's saving the theater industry with this movie because of the box office numbers. But the quality of the movie is there too. It's not just because it's a Spider-Man movie. It's a really good movie. So yeah that was my initial thoughts. We can get into more later.
0: Yeah, because like for me, I just literally finished seeing it like maybe an hour, hour and a half ago. So everything's still very fresh, but like I'm very happy i got the right theater crowd when they did some of the magic stuff andrew showed up first theater was like oh come on man and then they did it again toby shows up theater erupted and i got the only scene i particularly cared for on the internet has been memeing to death before this movie the three spider-men pointing at each other that was all i wanted when they got in the lab <laughs> and they all just started doing this i was like the internet acknowledged that it was a thing. Thank you. We can move on with the rest of this phenomenal film. I mean, I was going to come out of it and be like, oh, this movie's ass if I didn't get this one part. But at yeah. the same time, I would have I felt a certain way. Like, you had the perfect moment. And you just let it go. But this, like, just, just like all three of you said, this was a phenomenal film, top to bottom. There's very little you can like nitpick at. And I have to say, William Dafoe, in my mind, stole the show. He did such a great job of switching in and out of his issues with Green Goblin. I really, really liked what was going on. And it was nice to see Oscar Molina in like another movie. It's like, I haven't seen him in a while in a film since, you know, Spider-Man two, but also not particularly looking for him. Uh,
3: Honestly, I would, your point with uh, Willem Dafoe, I feel like all the characters had a nice transition to show the difference in their villainous side. And their good side.
2: Because, um, because, for Except for, except, well, Sandman and Killer Croc were a little bit like. Killer Croc. We couldn't, Croc we couldn't and get. Lizard. We couldn't, lizard. I mean, sorry, Lizard. Like, we couldn't get you guys on set. So we're going to do 90% CGI. We'll fly you in for a day. We'll get right. you laying down on this thing and we'll, we'll screen you in there.
3: Even then, the, the character that Thomas Hayden Church is Sandman, you know, like, you go back and you watch that film, because it was in Spider-Man three, most people don't really notice it,
0: yeah. but he
3: had that real same monotonous, like his mm-hmm. tone didn't change. And truthfully he was one of those people that was like, like he's a villain, but not a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. just because you are a villain does not mean you are a bad guy, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, and that's kind of where he's always been. He's in that real
0: gray area. Doesn't
3: do good things, but he's not a bad person kind of thing. Um, and Doc Connors is like, you know, the lizard. Now he's trying to kill you, kill you. You know, yeah. it's totally different with him. So him being CGI the whole time and like, oh, I didn't know you could talk. That was, that actually made me laugh. That Cause I could not recall him like having a conversation before. But, you know, Jamie Foxx's character, like him coming back as Electro and not being like CGI glowy and whatnot. I think that was an improvement, but he got Brand to choice. be. <laughs> right you know he got to be he got to be jamie fox he got to be what people kind of wanted him to be and not having to come over in the thick glasses
0: i feel like that was part of like his pitch point it was like okay if you want me back i get to be myself i get to be how i want i'm gonna add verb like a, like add, sorry, adverb like like at sorry adverb ad lib a couple lines here and there and just run with it let me do let me be me And it
2: worked. Well, it's like it was like because it was like when 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 that movie, when when Amazing Spider-Man 2 first came out, it was like when Jamie Foxx was in the middle of this like serious run and he was only doing like serious movies because he had won the Oscar and stuff. So I feel like he probably they wrote that role pretty seriously. But it's like Jamie Foxx, he is a great dramatic actor, but he's a comedian first and foremost. And i like when i was watching jamie foxx i was like this feels like all the stuff that like black people think and say when we watch mcu movies even though we enjoy it it's just like he's just like that dude where it's like yeah i I feel everything you're saying like somebody says something he's like oh yeah that's a little bit weird he's just like instigating stuff from the background he's like oh oh y'all from the same universe this is interesting oh so you know him you know yeah, him? it's like we didn't have to talk in the movie because there was somebody in the movie talking at the movie for us in the movie. And so that was
3: actually like a for, that was a fourth wall break kind of thing. And it was it was pretty cool. I, I know exactly what you mean with that. The characters. Did anybody like who was who was. Did anybody have a favorite character?
0: I've already said mine. William Dafoe, Green Goblin. Like I was hyped for it. Tom Holland did a phenomenal job. I actually felt a somewhat connection when him and Zendaya were having their moments like that felt genuine. I mean, I'm sure it helps that they are in a relationship together, but can I tell
3: you, I did not know that that was a real thing till like today.
2: It was like, they literally just like finally announced it. People have been like hot on their trail for like years and they've been denying it and, but like they literally just like went public with this okay.
3: movie. Okay. So I okay, I I thought I was like, you know what? I've only been off the internet for like two days. Did I miss something? Was there a big announcement? Did nobody hit me on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, she posted was... on
2: Instagram. And <laughs> oh, it was okay. like it was and she didn't even and it wasn't even like you're my boo. It was like my Spider-Man, blah blah blah. And it's like this could be anything, but
0: we know what it is. You know what's yeah, happening. Tom Holland's working some OT. Well, well, any characters set out for you to answer Sam's question?
1: I mean, it's pretty obviously with my name and stuff like that. And you know which one? Which one? You know, I mean, here here's the thing. So like, <laughs> this is a very difficult question to answer. It stuff is stuff a loaded question. So That's I have I, I, <laughs> I, I have a very roundabout freaking answer and stuff like that. Freaking mm-hmm. all of them brought something to the table and stuff like that. Freaking um uh, again, Toby with his initial freaking, you know, portrayal of Spider-Man and stuff like that, and kind of setting the groundwork for everybody and stuff like that. It's like, you kind know, of know what, you know, Spider-Man needed to be and stuff like that kind of going forward. So everything that he did kind of set up everything. And when he, when he came in, he came in as a very seasoned Peter Parker, very seasoned Spider-Man. He's like, yeah, I've been you know through. He was delivering Uber Eats. Even, even, the, even the moment where he freaking got stabbed, like, yeah, I've been stabbed before. Like, he's used to this stuff and stuff like that. He's used to freaking the the pain all that his body has gone through and stuff like that, being Spider-Man, which again, attributes to, you know, the Spider-Man in the comics very well. Yeah. Now we'll take it to the other side of that, where we got Andrew Garfield and stuff like that. When he talks about, and it's nothing that a lot of people didn't realize, Aunt May is the only person to ever say the great responsibility line correctly, like verbatim. Like We always hear, with great power comes great responsibility that's not what was said in the comics of that it was more it was more detailed there's more words in there and like that but she said it freaking and she actually drew it out with great power there comes a great responsibility and something like that so it's always been shorthanded but she kind of elaborated on it but Andrew Garfield if you look at him and what did he say he said about he stopped pulling his punches and stuff like that that let me know that that was the Spider-Man that took the dark turn That's so that he went down the dark. He was angry. He was mad. He's he started with yeah, that Amazing Spider-Man three could have been a very dark movie for Andrew Garfield yeah. and so like that him really like beating the shit out of people. Was like like, the that, that's man the one the Spider-Man and
0: Kingpin the, moment.
1: Yeah, that's the one right. that he was scrapped and stuff so like that. It's like I will fuck you up and stuff so like that. And I'm all about it. So like that, and I gotta agree, freaking, uh, with you know Jeff on this one. of so like that. Tom Holland has cemented his role as spider-man and stuff like that uh with the you know the coming up and stuff like that freaking we get all the quips we get all the funds with like that we get all the pop culture references and stuff like that freaking you know his selflessness like he, he see you see him be selfish selfish then you see his selflessness come out and stuff like yeah. that you know he's selfish because he wants you know he needs to do this for you know him. But it's still selfless because he's trying to do it also for his friends, but that he wants to help all the villains and stuff like that. He's trying to figure out a way to fix them, sweat that. Even after they came at them, sweat that. He had his moment where we saw his, the dark side for a minute before Toby stopped him, sweat that. So, that punch,
2: man. You know,
1: every freaking, so literally, I can't give you a favorite out of all of them, so that, because all of them were a piece. Like, if you put all three of them together, they make the comic book Spider Man they make the comic book version of Peter Parker. All of them drew something from something like that, and it's literally like a fractured Peter Parker. You get a little bit freaking here and there, so with that, but all the phases he went through, everything that he right. dealt with and stuff like that, that's it. And that's why Peter Parker's character, Spider-Man, was never meant to be the big global hero. And shout out to, you know, Ryan, this is Ryan Lewis, so that we may have been talking about this stuff, whatever. He was never meant to be that big global hero, so he's always been that street-level Hero and stuff like that, but he's always meant to lead neighborhood Spider. His character's always been meant to to suffer and stuff like that, to deal with a lot of the hardships and stuff like that that we've always freaking you know dealt with as an everyman, you know, superhero and stuff like that. So I have no favorite freaking in terms of Peter Parker, (laughs) Spider Man, stuff like that. They were all freaking good. Peter one, Peter two, Peter three doesn't matter. So that they all set the bar high and stuff like that for their return and did a lot of things. Now I will say my favorite freaking villain and so like that is I love Willem Dafoe. He was absolutely fantastic. But I really like Jamie Fox And I love his character and stuff like that. Because he really like he he he's back there, like just you know saying he was instigating and stuff like that. He was like, like he knew what he wanted. he's like, no, nah, I like this power. Like he 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 showed me true villain and stuff like that, most of the movies. So without hiding it. So he was always like, yeah, I don't. I don't like this. No, no. Nah, I want. I want to taste that. That new, nuke, That that good energy. I want that. So that I'm trying to fuck some shit up. I'm trying to be on top of that. And then freaking Green Goblin gaslit him and stuff like that. He's like, yo, fuck this. Let's go. And he and he's he started freaking getting going and stuff like that. But again, with all the characters and stuff that they have put into this and stuff like that and set everything up, it was fantastic and stuff like that. Freaking the the cameos and stuff like that. Freaking but. Up. I'm looking forward to the future. Daredevil is in the MCU. Daredevil
3: is in the MCU.
1: Let's let's let's
3: touch yeah, on say, that.
2: I didn't say my favorite characters. Let Jeff have his turn. I thought you started. With your go ahead, go ahead. No, I just he I just I just All mentioned Jamie Spider-Man. Fox. Tom okay, Tom I'm Holland saying. is my Spider-Man.
3: So you've already you outlined it twice. I'm curious now. What, no, 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 I didn't. Oh, who, well, me, I, just no, say,
1: no, I like who's you. your favorite character? Who's your favorite Zendaya, character? MJ. MJ.
2: Cause, 'Cause freaking Michelle Jones. Okay. I okay. Was a little little. Here's, here's <laughs> my thing. I am a big, big fan of Zendaya as an actress. I like watched her on Disney Channel when she was like growing up. She's like super, super talented. And I think that she gets right what I think like I think like Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider-Man series was like great with Andrew Garfield, but you always knew she was going to die because she's Gwen Stacy. She gets right what I think, what's her name, gets so wrong. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst gets so wrong. And that's not a knock on Kirsten Dunst. I love Bring It On. But her as Mary Jane, this is like I wanted to claw my eyes out like watching that quote unquote love story unfold. This was a love story. And for me, I've been kind of like, you know, Zendaya, you've been, you know, doing all this stuff with all these white boys and all these movies. I don't know how I'm feeling about it. And I'm ready to, I'm ready to move on to Haley Steinfeld as my young actress <laughs> of the moment. She's killing in a Hawkeye. She's killing Kill in it. Dickinson. That moment at the end where Peter is like explaining what's about to happen, and she's doing the like classic rom-com, like. Stuttering, talking through, even though there's no solution. Yes. The look on her face, the her, and maybe it does help that they're dating. Just her, the the caress of his, like her choices as an actress. And she never takes away from the scene, even though she's probably one of the biggest stars in the movie. She's always adding something. She never feels like the love interest that just gets shoehorned in. She's trying to help with the plan. She's doing stuff. She's adding comedy. She's adding romance. She's adding seriousness. She's going toe to toe with everybody. When they go to Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange is like, this is your mess, Peter. She's like, um, actually... I know a couple know, of magic words. Y'all know all <laughs> the memes about how, like, when your order is wrong and your girl the one who go yeah. and, like, be like, he didn't order mashed potatoes. That's what she was doing this whole movie. No, no, like, it's, it's okay,
3: baby. No, it's not okay.
2: <laughs> it's he don't want okay. the mashed potatoes. Uh, strange, you
3: made this spell. You like, messed Peter, up. Peter you ordered need a spell <laughs> where everybody
2: but me forgets who he is. That's what he ordered. That's not what you brought him. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah. I thought that she did a phenomenal job with very little do because there was so much like focus on everybody else. It's almost like in a movie like that, it's just like if you're not necessary, like get out the way, let us get to like the stuff. But and I'm glad they she, like, like, was showed Flash
3: and pulled Flash. Yes, he's in the movie, yeah, yeah. but don't worry about him.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was my sorry. Okay, now we can go on. No, the no, next no. Topic.
3: I, it, and, and you bring up a very valid point. And I, and I think that, you know, each, each of the different characters, everybody had a specific role they had to fulfill. And they really tried to slip in Sinister Six on us. And because Adrian Toombs had his own, Vulture had his own movie
1: mm-hmm.
3: with Tom Holland, That's the only reason. And they've already like ruined, I guess, whatever little Easter egg that would be for Mobius because we know that he's going to be in Mobius because we see in the trailer, he's talking. He's like, hey, Dr. Mobius, you and I, we should, we should keep in touch. So right there, you know, it's like at some point I'm expecting to see something about a Kraven. Um, since we know that Kingpin is in New York because Charlie mm-hmm. Cox as Daredevil was the lawyer,
2: which was so great. Um, um, I mean, I and don't know if you guys timing. are watching Wait, Hawkeye. wait, wait. Exactly. And yeah. the
3: timing of that is perfect.
2: I'm just going to end it there in case people have not watched Hawkeye. No, look. If you
1: have not watched Hawkeye up to this point, if you haven't watched any of the freaking MCU stuff up to this point, you know that all Spoiler this stuff alert. connects together. <laughs> Everything are. ties in. We're I just wanted to say to that. No, no, no. I just no, want to say oh, that oh, though, because division,
2: you're about to, you're okay. about to set them off. I'll, I'll, well be off. Off. I'm just it's saying because somebody <laughs> might just because somebody just might not have seen this week's episode of Hawkeye okay. yet. And, is they and i just it you but I just <laughs> want to clarify because we only said spoilers for Spider-Man, so that don't uh, mean we get to spoil Spoilers for everything. the on your mama's. Mm.
0: No, no, no. Our, disclaim-
3: our disclaimer disclaimer at my the mama. beginning actually <laughs> outlines various content. So it's not, yes, we're talking about Spider-Man. If but it's not, we talked about Because it? it's connected to other stuff, it's relevant and it's important to make mention. Because it's not just the Daredevil Kingpin connection. Yelena actually talks about wanting to go to the new and improved Statue of Liberty. Which just literally happened. You're like, this is obviously like, when you look at the timeline, this has to be right around the end of the year. And so you come over here to Hawkeye, Hawkeye is taking place during Christmas, you know, so it's the fact that everything's connected. And this is actually not the first time. It's the first time the MCU acknowledged the TV shows. But it's not the first time. It's not the first time the TV shows have because they've referenced in Jessica Jones. They may reference in Daredevil. They may reference, you know, because they were like, oh, yeah, well, if you were God with a hammer. Or you could throw a shield, maybe then. And then there's um the the report. They talk about
2: the like attacks and like like, the whole story, the the whole background story. Yeah, the whole background of like the real estate stuff that's going on is like the aftermath of the battle of New York. Exactly. All that stuff. So I know
3: there's some fallout about the Hulk in in Jessica Jones, and they talk about the Battle of New York. So they've It was just nice that the MCU acknowledged that that is in canon. And since those TV shows, those Netflix shows were already
2: connected, that makes that canon. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that doesn't necessarily, and this is not me speaking with no insider knowledge or nothing like that. My insider knowledge well has dried up now that I'm no longer (laughs) So I'm on the ride with y'all now. (coughs) forward. But I will say that doesn't necessarily mean that all four of those series are canon, because this could it's just like when you're dealing with multiverse stuff like we talked about when we was doing WandaVision. If you don't show it to me, it don't exist to me. I can think about it. We can chat about it, but I'm not willing to put it up and attach a red string to it right now. Luke Cage, Iron Fist and Jessica Jones, y'all on the board but y'all don't have a tack with a red string connected to Spider-Man and Tom Holland and
0: Chris Evans and everybody else yet. We would still like to vote Iron Fist off the delegation board at this time. Yeah, <laughs> and, if you
2: got, and if that means new Luke Cage, I'll take a new Luke Cage too. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but... No, it's really I mean. it's
3: really not. It's really not. They could, they could switch it up. They could do something different. But at the same time, it would almost be not really Cage dab. pointless, but it's like... Uh, That's a you know what that's another conversation for another day. Yeah, let's that's a a red string theory conversation. That is that is definitely a red string theory because now I'm kind of like but you know what about John Berth and all his Punisher because he had so much screen time. Anyway, all right, so moving back, Brent, take it away.
0: All right, so moving forward, we have those two big end credit scenes. Well, I I already know I'm gonna have to start with you, Venom. All right. Explain what's going on here for those who haven't seen it. But also, we had spoilers in the heading, so. All right, so
1: th- th- this one's going to be uh, a tough one. But some fact is, uh, we have to figure out how certain things are going to work within the MCU. At the end of this, we see Eddie Brock at a bar in Mexico. So that he got transported to, you know, the MCU timeline, Mexico. That's so that. that. He's there having drinks. He's finding out history about everything that happened. So Barton is basically broke down I, mean, I guess the entire MCU timeline to him as far as shit was going down and stuff like that. Oh man, so, they should have got Louise to do that. <laughs> you no? <know? That> <laughs> <You great>. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, it'd be great if Louise was like in the bar with him. Right. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, so
3: let him. me tell you, some crazy stuff happened, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: but um, we see that um Everybody gets transported about about who knows. And again, there's there's some plot hole stuff in there we'll get to later. So like that. But everybody who knows who that Peter Parker and Spider-Man got transported and stuff like that, freaking to, you know, everything that's going on. So it's like, okay, well, Eddie Brock got transferred and so like that. He's there, he gets the whole background, so like that, but then he gets transferred back. But when he gets transferred back, there's a little drop of symbiote that ends up getting left behind. That's so what like that. And I think that's the main reason why they made sure that we knew that they were drunk. So he's just flinging his goo all over the place or whatever the case may be. Says some shit and the drop goes up, whatever. It's like, bam.
3: So he gets transported back. Venom just flinging his goo everywhere?
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's like that. <laughs> and, um, does that come
0: out of you like other places? <laughs> right. For him, it's yes, Dark.
1: So, with that being said, we're left off with a piece of a symbiote, so like that, within the MCU timeline. So, it's the first symbiote that's in the MCU timeline, so like that. And the last thing that that symbiote knows is that it needs to go talk to Peter Parker. So, we can kind of see with Spider Man 4 already in development, so like that there's a pretty good chance that we can get Black Suit Spider Man. And so, that like that freaking, you know, at some point. Uh, And they can kind of take away from there because Tom Holland isn't done yet. That's what that he's still continuing and his, his trilogy isn't necessarily ended because apparently it's going freaking going to four. So we're about to see how, how they're going to take this. Now, the thing that comes to mind with all of this is if anybody knows the symbiotes, so they know the symbiotes work off of a hive mind of knowledge. They actually hit on that at the end of Venom 2. He explained, he's like, I'm going to show you a piece of that. So with that being said, because like, how did Venom get transported? Well, if Spider-Man 3's Venom knew who Peter Parker was with so like that, and it's the hive mind, and so like that. Now, if that hive mind is shared across the universe, and so like that, and across the multiverse, and so stuff like that, then eventually all the information is disseminated, and so like that, among all the symbiotes, and so stuff like that. Hence how Venom would know that freaking Spider-Man is such. Then, bam, that's how he gets transported. So that, but now we're just at the part like, okay, Venom goes back to his timeline, which technically he could be part of Andrew Garfield's timeline, as far as we know, because he doesn't have a symbiote in his timeline that we know about, or another Peter Parker's timeline. Either way, he's gone because they reference freaking Daily Bugle and all that kind of stuff in New York because Venom takes place in San Francisco. New symbiote is here. So, does that mean we're going to get a new Eddie Brock? Freaking within this universe, is it possible to create a venom? And stuff with that, freaking, um, we have a flash. So with like that, flash Thompson was Agent Venom at some point. So at like that, could we lead to that? And so like that, freaking, you know, could this set up freaking more? Freaking for Venom going forward? And so with that, uh, we've seen Jay Jonah Jameson's son in other Spider-Man movie. So could he be here? Could we? You know, because he was the one who brought the symbiote to Earth. And so with that, so now is he a non-factor at this point? Because the same J. Jonah Jameson was shared within the MCU and Toby Maguire's timeline, same Jonah Jameson, so that albeit older, so it's like, a going lot of here? Right here.
0: yeah, yeah there's a
1: lot freaking I got a lot to dissect and stuff like that, so y'all can join me for that later. But yeah, we're gonna get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I was even putting, I was like, okay, I can see how that could
3: work now. As far as the hive mind working across the multiverse, it's kind of like, eh. But at the same time, when the spell like was no longer contained and we started seeing the purple rips in the sky.
1: Which featured some characters. Yeah. I was Craven about to say, hunter. like Looks like Rhino. Just
3: okay. Well, Rhino was a very clear one. People Black may cat. not have the one with the spear would have been Craven. And that was the only one, other one that was like clear. And so that's why I was, you know, I was trying to get to that part. And you just go steal that right I, from me as I'm coming I'm, to. Him. I'm, I'm, I'm. So, hyped. anyway, like, yeah. And of course, just, but that also made me think about and wonder, as far as like the, the timing. Now, the second post credit
0: scene. I was gonna let both of you and Jeff go in on that. Me and Will did what if? You guys just take away. With I'll, see, I'll
1: come in on the end of it. So,
3: y'all do what y'all do. So I saw that, and that was the trailer for Multiverse of Madness.
0: And Magorath.
3: Yeah, or, yeah oh, your, your boy, he was there. I'm mad because I still, like, I ain't getting no Mephisto. It turned out that Strange was strange. He wasn't hey, controlled.
1: In the crowd, there was a picture of Devil in Disguise, Peter with, like, horns and stuff like that, I when he was it, walking to school. Like, I did see about. that one. Oh, <laughs> right. there he is. There he is. But see, now we got
3: Shuma-Gorath. And he's he's in there, so kudos to you on on that one, Brent. Because you've been talking, you've been talking about him, and now he's here. So you got yours. But I was, you know, like um, knowing that there was probably going to be two, and then like thank God, of course, because it's you know Marvel. We're going to stay till the lights come up and the screen cuts off. Um, And still amazed that people walk out before that. When I saw that trailer. And you know, I was looking at that. And of course it was like Doctor Strange will return and all that. So I was like, oh, okay, so this is this is just a trailer for Multiverse of Madness. Like they haven't actually released a trailer. You can't go on YouTube find a trailer. But if you stayed to the end of the movie, you get to see this trailer. And then we get to see Wanda. And he goes and he talks to Wanda. And she's like, Yeah, I know I did some bad things. He's like, Well, I'm not here to talk about Westview. She's like, then what are you here to talk about? And basically he's like, um, okay, so check it out. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we both going kind ahead. of fucked if, up. I'm so not, not busy, talking to you. If you have a moment, so when you take Ant Man and Quantumania, and we know that Kang, based on the events that we saw from Loki, the one who remains, one of his variants, Kang the Conqueror, we see the split and the ripple and the branching of the timeline that takes place there. You combine that with Wanda hearing her children across the multiverse and her being a nexus being, she would be the same no matter what universe or multiverse she goes into, it's still her. So, guessing she can't coexist anywhere. She's, well, she's a
1: nexus being. There's only one of her.
3: Right. That's what I'm saying. She can't coexist anywhere, but wherever she is, she's her there. But that also means that she's one of the few people that could probably effortlessly move back and forth between
1: she can only move back and forth between them as long as another Nexus being is not inhabiting that area. They can't. They got issues with each other.
3: Cool. Then, separately, Doctor Strange is sitting over here fooling around with the multiverse. So that's three times that the multiverse has been like tampered and fucked with. So the little, like, <laughs> you know that meme you see where you have the door lock and they have the Cheeto holding the door lock? Mm-hmm. That's what this multiverse is at this point. It's yeah. They have like that Cheeto is like dust on the ground now. And I'm watching this trailer and I'm looking at the different things that are taking place, looking at different things that are happening, and I'm and I'm just curious as to who all gets to be a part of this and how much they're going to change or alter or rewrite based on release dates and such. And so that's that's what I'm looking at. And
0: that's those like are the Hop things.
3: in there. Yeah, yeah, those are the things I've kind of like he's he's formulating something here, but
2: <laughs> no, nah, I mean for me, like y'all know me. I've been looking forward to like, okay, what is next in terms of like one, how they gonna what's the next step? Of Avengers are we doing young Avengers or all new, all different? That's been one of my biggest questions. And depend like with some of the like lineup changes and stuff that they've been doing in the movies, it's kind of like, well. We got Kamala Khan, Captain America, Sam Wilson, all new, all different. We got female Thor coming up. We got a few of those characters. But then we also got Billy and Tommy. And we got, I feel like I've heard the name Amadeus Cho somewhere in the MCU. Uh, that is the Avengers song. Age of Ultron. You heard about exactly. uh, his mother. And like a few they other people. Fruit. And so now we got young Avengers. Are we just going to do like a smash up of them? Oh hey, we got Kate Bishop I don't know where she going we got are we doing West Coast Avengers like I'm I'm really curious about like how what is this core team going to meld into because then it was looking like okay well yeah Spider-Man will be one of the like top guys in there like he saved the universe he knew Tony Stark he's got this money and tech and blah 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 he can back the team uh not anymore so <laughs> You know, Don't
3: nobody even know who that cat is, right? We'll get and back so to now, that. Like, So now it's
2: like, are you the Spider-Man that has to die for Miles Morales to become the new Spider-Man, like in the comic books? Are we doing that, or are we plucking Miles from another universe? Like, all of it is like open. Are we going to ultimate? Well, I mean, like,
1: well, that's just, just the Spider-Verse because Miles is also brought in. So when the when the multiverse collapsed and yeah, you yeah, know, expanded at so like that, Miles was brought yeah. into Peter Parker's without him having to die. Yes, right at one point. So, I mean, you still have everything that takes place with the ultimates. For me, it's that
3: you got Secret Invasion coming up or Secret Wars coming up. But I'm also looking
2: at, like, at what point is that going to happen? You know, is it going to be like they're going to bring Miles in from another universe where his Peter Parker already died? Or is it going to be Miles from this universe? But then once they compress the universe back together and make it like one canonical universe, it's like, all right, well, we got this Spider-Man, but we got Miles Morales, and they can coexist together. So for me, it really, it opened up a world of possibilities of what could happen, what if, you know what I mean? But I was, I'm was, i kind of like, all right, you're showing me all this stuff that could happen. Now what's going to happen? And the only thing I know for sure that's going to happen is Wanda's going to be in there. Doctor Strange is going to be in there. We gonna get America Chavez, and after that, who knows? And I'm I'm one of those people where it's like I'm ready for the ride. I, I like to speculate and stuff, but when I go in the theater, I'm just like, okay, you tell me the story. Like that's what I paid for. I didn't I didn't pay to come up with we not my here in self checkout. We not here so, at self
3: checkout. I'm not making right. my own movie, and I'm I'm doing better. I'm doing better with that. Yeah. you would be you would be proud of me. <laughs> I was upset with something the other day because I was like, you just gotta tell me what's happening. If I didn't see it, I don't I shouldn't have to
0: figure that out. All right, well, let's get Jeff get one more point in. We'll get your point in. We'll start rapping.
2: I was just gonna make one point about the fighting, the fight scenes in this movie. Like the the various the the variety of fighting in this movie. Like, first of all, I know Christopher Nolan gotta be Destroying himself after watching that uh mirrorverse scene, like he thought he was doing something in Inception with that one little streak coming up. These motherfuckers transform the Grand Canyon into a corkscrew with flying trains and <laughs> jumping on mirrors, and, Archimedes spiral, like yeah, it's we, geometry. Are we, are I'm good at geometry. And we whipping and catching Doctor Strange in a web, like I beat Doctor Strange. That was that was one of the most incredible like battle scenes. I've ever seen because it was literally like it was strength versus strength. Like the first time we saw the mirror dimension, it was like two people who knew how to like like manipulate the mirror dimension. dimension. So after a while, it's like repetitive. It's like, okay, y'all just holding walls on each other and mirrors and jumping through in glass. Cool. But now we got one person controlling the mirror dimension and another person that's just like a wild card in there that don't know. He can't control the mirror dimension. So all he has to do is react to it. That was like such a fascinating fight. And then you go to the like Happy's apartment, like fisticuffs between him and Green Goblin. That's you. And I mean you're talking about WWE? Yeah. Like you Royal rumble in the yard, you and your cousin. I mean, when he like suplexed
1: in. him through the floor,
3: Come yeah, on,
2: man. Yeah, the, the the flip and stuff like that with the web stomp and stuff
1: like that. Which yeah, is
2: freaking beautiful. And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's freaking, the, yeah. The, even the, the reversal, even the reversal at the end where like you're seeing Spider Man fight like Spider Man, where it's like, I'm flipping you and dragging you in. So when you catch this knee. You gonna get all of this knee. All You're not just mentioned. getting the knee. You're getting the knee and the flip. Yeah. You know what I mean? And honestly, so,
3: that was the Spider-Man has his own style. style. Like, like, like literally, it's almost like his own martial art, if you yeah. will. It is. That no it one else can is. do because it's it's an. Yeah, Marvel's of Avengers TV can't it. even
1: do it. We've seen the gameplay. So yeah,
3: <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> he went there. So,
0: <laughs> I can. Uh,
1: but
3: I also like how even between each of the Spider Men, you got a bit of, you got their individual personalities, and much like you pointed out, you know, it is the older, seasoned, veteran Spider Man who, you know what, I'm only gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna let these <laughs> young boys swinging. have
1: it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, just swing over this way, swing over, because you oh, know but- what.
3: I'm, I'm past the days of stopping
1: trades. Damn all that. Like, you yeah. do doing that no more. But did you catch that when they freaking were like, yo, we synced up, we're going, and they swung in the battle? If you notice, yeah. when each one of them jumped into the moonlight, so it, they hit their pose from the end yes. of their movie? Yes. Like, yeah. that shit was beautiful. Oh was my so, God. It, it was
3: fantastic. It really, I mean, Can't recommend honestly, it doesn't matter things. which Spider Man is your Spider Man. You got to watch your Spider Man yeah. at his best.
2: And that's yeah. the kind of stuff I usually hate. Like, personally, I hate fan service. <laughs> because it's just like we saw that already. Why do you need to see it again just to feel good about yourself so you can clap in the theater? Cool. Did you win? Did you get the job? I'm oh, sorry, that's the Gabriel Union. Like did you feel better? Did you get the job? Did it make you feel good that you saw? It? But I was like, now you got a little This bit makes sense. They're not going to just start doing new poses cuz they in a the new universe. It's like, yeah, Toby do your Toby pose, Andrew do your Andrew pose, and it was it was like done in a way where it was like not even over the head. Even the part where he's like, Wait, you did what? He's like, Well, look, look, I want you to know you're amazing. You're amazing. You like, you're are amazing. amazing. Night, like, it's and it's just like, right. It's he's
0: like, like, you know, you know what?
2: what? I, you
1: know, I, I need it. Right. Thank you. I need it. It worked because he got his redemption.
3: Yes. He got his redemption. He saves
2: Zendaya. Oh, man. But you know what? I think the
3: reason that was so bad was when they, okay, first of all, and we just like,
0: God, it's gonna
2: be a lot, he was movie. gonna riot. You
1: already hey, know. It. Look, it's gonna be all over the place. May that no. hurt, that hurt,
2: that,
1: that
3: hurt. I was not ready for that. I, I was not ready for that. And thinking back to when Goblin had, I, I don't know the actress's name, but when he had the older Aunt May from Toby's movie, had her like at the hospital, and she was all like, ah, ah you know. I was <laughs> That just showed, like, this dude is not all there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And even then, and it's like, you get why, like, uh, Brent, you mentioned that that Kingpin in jail moment. You get why he went there, because, like, you took you took May.
0: Yeah, Goblin kept is, pushing him, and it's just like when Joker pushed Batman this, too far, well, Bat- Joker pushed Superman too far, and then Superman's like, I'm this gonna rule the planet, I'm done. This Rosemary is Harris,
1: the original Aunt May, Rosemary Harris. And it's just like, Big you know what I'm saying? Rosemary. So seeing that,
3: that hurt. But then when they talked about it, and of course he was like, you know, we talked to the other Spider-Man and he's like, you know, like, yeah, it hurts, da-da-da. They were like, don't, don't come in here and tell me like you understand that you know what I'm going through, da da, da. I'm thinking about, like I'm sitting in the theater <laughs> thinking about stuff like. You do. Right, knows it's them. Like, you don't even know and how they, everyone like, steps got into Uncle the spotlight. Too. <laughs> right, like they got Uncle Ben. I loved
2: someone <laughs> once. It was my Uncle Ben. I could have stopped the guy who got him, but I didn't. Well, it's like, oh my God. You're right. You could have stopped
3: him. And no, he was like, <laughs> he was like, I wanted him to die. I got what I wanted. Yeah. But uh, it didn't make the pain go away. And it's like, you know what? Like, dang, he does. You know what? Thinking about it, he does have to live with that. Like, he
2: saves another Spider-Man from
1: making that
3: same his thing.
2: fate.
1: And...
3: Man, and was, so
2: many nice little bugs. And that was a question. Up on this series,
1: they, they were talking about why didn't his spider sense go off when he's about to be stabbed and stuff like that. like, I think freaking Peter Two, Toby, knew what was about to happen, and he let it happen. No, I think that at that exact
3: moment, Peter One was the greater threat.
1: Yes, exactly. Peter <laughs> One was the greater threat. He had to stop him. He knew what was going on behind him, but he did not want to let that freaking go. He had to make him realize. This is not worth it and stuff like that. That also kind of makes me wonder he, than, like
3: which one of them is stronger? <laughs> Power well, Which one is stronger? How, we saw how
2: Toby was stretching before the fight. So <laughs> right. No,
3: he had to have his whole back cracked. He was like, Oh wow, yeah, yeah. that's so much better. Like,
2: like no no man picking me up before a, a battle to crack my back. I'd be like, hey bruh, get a one of them foam rollers out there. We're so, <laughs> not okay. doing that. Look,
1: you keep that secure. I don't give a shit. In spam dicks. Like I don't give a shit. we out there in our freaking goddamn freaking uh our our, our freaking browns and stuff like that, which is the, the thermals that we were underneath and stuff like that. We don't give a shit. If hey, we got I wasn't born for got, that life. Look <laughs> fighters don't give a shit. If we gotta
3: get ready, we gotta get ready life. to
1: scrap. It don't
3: fucking we not, matter. We're not if doing they, front
2: to back and span. In they this, kind bro. of
3: situation is very likely that you know what if who gonna know? All right, right there. Know? Out of all of those, I, know.
2: Think, I think Andrew know. Garfield would be the
1: strongest <laughs> out of all of them right there because he he's the only one who's who legit prime. He was in his prime, and so of like that, and he was used to not pulling his punches and so of like that. He, he was in a dark place, but like he would hurt somebody. Yeah, so like he ain't that. Have I have no Mary Jane. I do think, and the, the they gave him hope that he might find a Mary Jane. When We hear MJ it gave him hope that he might find a
2: Mary Jane
0: bringing it all back in
2: Shane Lee Woodley
0: we cannot say enough good things about this movie and if I don't cut us off now we will be here for hour and a half, two hours, three hours probably still talking about how great this movie is for the man, the myth, the marvel we'll park up front drink, drink a tequila same dad ass Sam, thank you for joining us thanks for having me thank you for hopping on and contributing some excellent viewpoints that I actually didn't even think about until we got here I've just been running host, as Tony would always say.